Scotland to the spiritual splendor that is Augusta. Grab a seat, grab a glass, and punch your ticket to the power train. All right, boys, we're back for episode 14. We're doing a little bit of an early open championship preview. It's not till next week. Uh, we're doing this early morning. The dew is on the uh, the grass. Car girl's coming around. What's up, boys? Morning. Yo, yo. Morning. Yo, yo, yo. I mean, what do we got here? Car girl's here. Matt, you got that double shot? Yeah, I just did a quick double shot. You know, <laughs> a little morning tea time. Yeah, I took it down non-fat, though. The Starbucks, the little cans. Those are great. You got to get the blue one, though. Watching so, that figure. He's watching that figure. He's watching that figure. Classic. It's it's nice. It's nice to just take it down. So. Yeah, I asked. Um, Strat knows this car girl very well. What 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 did you say? She was the uh, Hispanic Miley, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Sure. She makes a mean bloody mary. I asked her to make it extra extra spicy for me, so I'm I'm switching that around. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to dust the cobwebs off here, so I went with lighter fluid. I just went moonshine, a glass of it, lukewarm. Oh. Wow, lukewarm too. Yeah, because at this point, who cares? Yeah, sure. sure. Everyone's hey. everyone's supposed to believe that. Okay. Hey, you know it's the <laughs> third major. Anything goes. All right, boys. So let's give a quick recap. What's happened since the U.S. Open? Sir, you want to give us a little bit of a recap for those sure, that haven't yeah. been following the tour? Yeah, I mean, can we can we talk about our main man speed? We you sure know? can. <laughs> Is sure. that the we talk about the Travelers Championship, the greatest sure. cele- the greatest celebration in the history of you know maybe non major golf? I mean, <laughs> the uh, you see Michael Greller got that rake shipped back to him. I heard about <laughs> that. Well, surprised he didn't hit hit somebody when he threw it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I, I saw. I mean, obviously, Spieth, and he he's a big story going into this, going into the British Open. I think people have been trying to count Spieth out as you know, as somebody, he's not playing like he used to, but he goes off and does that. I think he just he shows why we love him so much too. He's just so great for the game. I mean, he was voted most popular player on tour by the by the players. I think that says something. So. That was big. That was big. Uh, Ev, you want to talk a little bit about John Rahm? You know what we saw last week, or you know, with the with the, with the rules. Kind of a kind of a big turnaround, honestly. Before I go into the rules, Safe, or I'll I know Strat and Serum like like rules stuff. I might let you guys take that, but I mean, going from the U.S. Open at Aaron Hills, you know, lot he lost a lot of fans that week. Kind of turned into a bit of a baby. A lot of complaining. And then he goes to the uh, Irish Open and has two Eagles and just dominates and gets his second worldwide win. It was rookie year. Those Europeans on European soil always seem to feel more comfortable. I'm not sure if it's the continental breakfast or if it's the, <laughs> the espresso-only coffee situation, but they do seem to like that, uh, that, that European dirt. Is that a preview for... Royal Birkdale? Are you I trying to I, I don't know if uh, I, I don't know if John Rahm's on my list. <laughs> but here's I'll tell thing. you what. It's kind of annoying. The only the, the thing that's kind of sucks about it is, granted, it's good for my. I got him on my fantasy team. I don't get European tour, unfortunately. But uh, now everybody's going to want to pick him again. Yeah, just like Fleetwood. Yep. I like. Yep. Although I'm 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 bullish on Fleetwood. I like what I'm seeing from that kid. He's got a great head of hair. Uh, I saw a great YouTube video where he was partying with a bunch of European tour pros. They looked like they were having a blast. So that's key. key. It is. I mean, you got you got to know that the guy's loose and that he's not a total tard in front of the cameras. So also, he's a Nike guy, which I like. So I'm I'm buying Fleetwood stock at the moment. I'm going to talk to my broker. He charges me a good fee. I'm going to buy some. I thought you were a Fila guy. (laughs) I've been a Fila guy since they stopped making velour tracksuits, bro. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but Strat likes that highlighter color. He's a big no collar highlighter guy. I'm a color splash guy. Color color rush on Thursdays. Yeah, I'm all in. Strat thinks he uh, kind of started the white belt phase, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, not. I mean, like I'm sell, I'm probably selling my white belt stock in exchange for the collarless colors on Thursday. Guys, but, on. Get, real quick though, John Rob, this guy is unbelievable. His stats are amazing across the board. If you look at, except maybe driving accuracy, he's literally at the top of almost anything. Does he need a little maturity? 
You know, like you yes. said, uh, the See. U.S. Open kind of got the best of them, and it didn't get the best of a lot of players with all those scores. What's it going to take? Is it, is he going to get a major this year, or does it take a little time to get his head on straight? He's got the game. Yeah, I mean, before I thought that he was a guy kind of like DJ where wasn't going to let his head really get in the way because there's not a lot there. Uh, but clearly we saw something different at Aaron Hill. So I don't know. I think he could. I honestly, the crazy thing is I'm actually more confident in John Rahm finishing top 10 than DJ. I think DJ's having some issues being number one in the world and playing in majors now. I, I think it's something he's got to get over. Well, he's only played, he's only, he hasn't played many. Since Played two. Well, actually, one. Well, yeah. to be fair, he fell down the stairs. You're he, right. He, he walked onto the course at one of them, and then he walked off the course. Well, you know, he was probably a, he was probably pretty nervous. Again, so walked, you know, I got to driving range. I got to go back to my original assessment of I'm not sure DJ knows he's number one, nor do I think DJ knows which course he's ever on at any given moment. I think DJ sees ball, hits ball. So. As far as dealing with the pressure, I don't really know if DJ knows what pressure is. I'm not sure what's what going about, on between the okay. ears, which is a good thing. You know, you got to have a short memory like a goldfish, which he may or may not have. <laughs> One quick thing. I don't want to break any any news or start any rumors here on the par train, but I will say this. I was following, you know, I follow Paulina on the snaps sure. and I was viewing her story about four days ago and the look, or maybe it was Instagram, the look in DJ's eyes was so dumb <laughs> and so dear in the headlights that a part of me feels like he's kind of back on an old lifestyle, if you know what I'm saying. Well, and look, I think, I, 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 I think you're, I think you're those beers. I don't know. I'm just throwing I it think, out there. I think you're jumping to conclusions. You're trying <laughs> to say like he can't be number one. Now he's back to the old lifestyle for one not so good performance in a major. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I think I think Evan just is really worried about him. <laughs> I'm not worried. I mean, look, let's be clear. Like D- DJ and Paulina aren't talking about the front page of the New York Times in the evenings. Okay, the the conversation great, isn't great exactly point. cerebral. No, no, they're not. No, they're not reading the, the Wall Street Journal at breakfast. Now, what about his protege Brooks Kepka, though? Come on, is this I'm, guy got a chance or what? I, I mean, I don't think. He, I think he just started touching a club, so. I'm not sure if he's got a chance, but I like Brooks a lot. I like what he he's he's got a little bit of fire in him. He's a big dude. He's somehow miraculously become the strong man that everyone's excited about, as opposed to the strong man that everyone bitches about, like Rory and Tiger. I mean, all we've ever heard about from those two is that they lift too much weights, whereas with Brooks, they can't stop talking about how he fills out that those shirt sleeves. So I don't know what he did to get everyone on the uh, Brooks strongman train, but. I like what I'm seeing from the guy. Park train, strongman train. I think, Ev, I think la- last other thing we want to talk about post-US Open is Phil and Bones. You know, the, the dynamic duo no longer together. Mm. No, I mean, John yeah, Rahm's manager can, and is get into really... That a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's really peaking right now. His boy, John Rahm, is winning. Obviously, Phil's caddy is his brother, who's also John Rahm's manager, former ASU coach. Go Wildcats. And uh, his boy, John Rahm, wins in Europe, and Phil shoots a 64 on Sunday. It's not a bad day. I agree. I agree. Don't forget I, about Daniel Berger either, by the way. Defended this the St. Jude and then got beat by Spieth. After a dunk. Guy's hot. All right, let's talk. Sir, do you want to give us a bit of a, a recap on the type of winners that have won at Royal Burkdale? Yeah, old Burkdale. Uh, we had Patrick Harrington in 2008, uh, shot plus three, bad weather that week. That was the last open at Burkdale. And then we had, um, let's see, O'Meara, Mark O'Meara in 1998, okay? Two, that was the second major of the year. He got the Masters that year as well. Um, I think he shot even par, but then we got to dip it way back. You had Ian Baker Finch in 91. You had Watson in 83. I think Trevino in 71 and Palmer in 64 and Johnny Miller uh, Strat's favorite broadcaster also won there in the 70s. But a lot of low scores back then. So I guess it's all weather pending, guys. You know, I mean, we know how this tournament can get. You know, personally, it's my favorite major. I love the unpredictability. I love to see these guys play a different style of golf. Um, so uh, 
I, I think it could bring some fireworks, but it could bring some low scores if it's dry because it gets so fast and firm out there. How many times do you think Ian Baker Finks is going to reference that victory? Well, <laughs> it, well, it's going to get transitioned to him from one of his colleagues. Sure. You know? <laughs> it's kind of like you know Nance and Feldo. Is that tough to watch? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but at least they got they got Bones this year. Bones I, is on the mic. On the TV. Are we sure that Bones is happy about his new job? Is there a part of Bones that's like, can I just stop fucking walking on these fake ass knees? Like, at what point does Bones get to kick the legs up and just like roll around in a golf cart? Well, he was just on another Jeez. podcast the other day, and he said his wife likes that lifestyle. He's got to get back to work. Here, she's, she's really cracking that whip, huh? Yeah, it sounds like it. Okay. Tw- 25 years of, you know, playing sports psychologist with Phil Mickelson. Oh. Mm, sounds exhausting. That's a lot of, that's a lot of um, pinstriped slacks you got to deal with in that yeah. period of time. Love those stripes. It's a quarter century of pinstripes. All right, how about we jump into our segments? Sure. So we've got three segments today. We're going to go a little segment crazy. We've got sports psychologists backed by popular demand. You guys all know this is the segment that produces major contenders. I mean, we used Sergio, gave him a little pep talk for the Masters. You know what happened. We gave yes, Patrick yes. Reed and Ricky Fowler pep talks for the U.S. Open. They were there on Sunday. Uh, actually, Strat. Do you want to play? Uh, let's let's maybe review your Patrick Reed sound. Yeah, I remember it was very um, measured and uh, and eloquent. Okay, let's give that a listen real quick. This is gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and need to pull Patrick Reed in from the lobby. Have him oh, grab a seat on the couch here. <laughs> Pat, uh, you Pat. chubby fuck. Can you just find a little? Just a hint uh, of what you demonstrated at the Ryder Cup this last year and and show up to a tournament. I got you on my fantasy team. I don't know how many times I got to tell you this, but pull your ample weight at, at least once this year. You know, you're playing to a home crowd. There couldn't be a more perfect uh, sports scenario. You know, there's going to if you've got to tell yourself that that Lee Westwood swimming out of the rough stuff is out to get you and this becomes some type of nationalism type thing, just do it, right? <laughs> but pull pull yourself up by your goddamn bootstraps and let's show up to a tournament, okay, bud? All right, go ahead. That'll be 120 for an hour. Wow. Wow. Wow, that was, that was aggressive. I got to say. I, don't I think know that's what he needs. I think that's what he needs. Wow. Okay. I mean, Strat... Really gave it to him straight. I didn't expect the F bomb, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes hey, that's what he needed. Sometimes you know, got to snap him out of it. Yeah. That, you know, I think it's, it's an, it was very important to listen to that, though. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to give three of those, see if we can get people in the driver's seat. We're also going to do a fill without bones is like fill in the blank. And then this is new. It's called go for it or lay it up. We're going to review Every major storyline, about five of them, and we're going to tell you which ones to believe and which ones not to believe, okay? So, Strat, since you kind of had the best one last last time and really took Patrick Reed to almost his first major title, mm-hmm. do you want to kick it off? Yeah, would love to. Um, all right, I'm going to step into the waiting room uh, and... Henrik Stenson, you mind stepping into uh, my office, please? Great, oh. excellent. Have a seat. I got the I got the extra long couch for you, bub. Oh, he's a tall guy. <laughs> he is a tall. That's why I got the extra long. It's like the sheets in college. Um, Henrik, I'm not sure where you've been this year. I know that you're probably still pretty hyped up from your epic championship win last year. Um, I know that you got a beautiful family, beautiful wife. You seem to be very happy. You're Swedish. Your healthcare system is a dream. I'm going to need you to find the fire. I'm going to need you to call up Hugo Boss. Maybe get them to make you some kind of sweet outfit. That's really going to set the mood. Maybe you don't drive a Volvo to the open this time. Maybe you drive some kind of some kind of sweet hot rod. Maybe something really cool that we don't even know about. 
But I need you to break out that fucking three wood. I need you to strike the ball, as we all know that you love to do. I need you to show up and defend that title because I quite honestly forgot you golfed this year. So maybe you put down the girl with the dragon tattoo series and you show oh. up for a golf tournament. Oh, wow. Jesus. And our, our time is up. Our time is up. Oh. One thing Strat didn't mention is Stenson finished tied for third at Royal Birkdale in 08. Well, there you go. Wow, he was too busy talking about the Swedish healthcare system. Well, it's a dream. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, it should use it and to he's your throwing advantage. a Swedish car under the under the under the bus. I'm not disparaging Volvo. You know, it's a tank. You drive it into a brick wall and you walk away and go grab yourself some Swedish meatballs. But I'm just saying, maybe he needs to find a little bit of fire this time. And uh, you know, maybe maybe he gets a drop top Mustang. I don't know. That'd be difficult to find over there, but I think he could do it. To be fair, I don't think there's ever been a guy that came into a major with less pressure. After winning the previous year, true story. It's just kind of a non-story, but that was whew, that was a lot to take in from Strat. But I liked it. I liked it. Man, how about you? You know, let's talk about our friend Rory McIlroy. Oh, R- oh God. Rory, a lot's changed in your life in the last year. You got <laughs> you got married. You recently decided to get off Twitter. Your wife took your phone away from you and deleted your Twitter. You, you, you claim you have not lifted a weight all year and that your nickname, you know, should be Mr. Advil or whatever you said because of all this back, this back pain. So you got all these changes and you don't look like you're having any fun out there. You look like you have the toughest life of any PGA tour player and you're just, you're just choking. That U.S. Open performance was a joke. You were Mr. Mr. Hotshot in the press conference about you know, why are they cutting the rough? You know, come on, this is too easy. And what do you do? Yeah. You lay an egg. So Rory, why, why don't you go out in front of, you know, your home continent and play like you mean it, play like you actually enjoy the game again and quit, quit making it difficult on yourself. And, you know, I don't want to feel sorry for you. You, you got four majors. You're an international star. God, you got a good life. Just go out and have fun. Because honestly, Rory, we're getting tired of it. And you sound like a smug little prick. Okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so, Rory, go be the Rory we know. Maybe put on a little weight. You oh. Know? You, you know? You know, I'm, I'm worried about the whole David Duvall thing, you know? Oh. So, you know, that's oh, a sick wow. That's, that's a tough oh. way to <laughs> The David Duvall thing for a major winner is like the, the dreaded S word in my book. But I got to say, I agree with you, sir. I'm worried about the David Duvall thing as well. <laughs> I mean, kid is a joke at the moment. He, and he's, he's kind of just mentally kind of going out of control. I mean, he's more concerned about letting everyone know what his bank account looks like rather than striping uh, drives down the middle. I mean, remember when Shambly was ripping on him for lifting too many weights, and then he, was, he tweeted last year him like doing just squatting three plates on each side. Yeah. And now he's now he's not even tweeting. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because his phone along with his balls are in his wife's purse. Yeah, I think you know, he we he's got to get it together. But it's just come on, Rory. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. why why is he correcting people and telling them that he's actually made what he, did he say two hundred mil? 200, I think he, yeah, I think he corrected it to two hundred or two hundred and fifty, as you do, as you do, you know. Yeah. And he just missed the cut this past week, and he talks about how frustrated he was, and how close he was, but his, his head is all over the place. Jesus, you're right. God, makes me Although he did have a sick, sick club snap after a shitty shot. Hey, could be time. that new M too. Yeah. You know, my dad liked that. You know, some yeah. classic, classic. Uh, oh, oh, a little dog in, in Serm's world. Uh, <laughs> broadcasting live from yeah. uh, local uh, animal shelter. Chicago. Uh, <laughs> dog yeah. friendly. You, dog, know, you know, Father Singer friendly. gave me that classic dad text when he saw that Roy was putting that M2 in play. He goes, what do you say, Strat? Hey, Evs, Rory's got your driver. <laughs> A lot of exclamation marks, maybe in Comic Sans font. Classic dad. <laughs> Gotta love him, you know? Shout out to, shout out to Lair. <laughs> All right. Ev, why don't you get back to your bread and butter here? Okay. Uh, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, take a seat. Uh huh. You know, Rick, it hasn't seemed that long ago that we had the same conversation for a place and a woman that was oh. named Aaron. <laughs> and um, 
you know, I thought it worked. You were there on Sunday, just like you were at the Masters. And something felt off that day. Both days felt a bit forced, felt like you were pressing. Rex, similar to what Matthew just said to your friend Rory, you got a great life, okay? You're dating a pole vaulter. We've seen the pictures, okay? The July 4th party that you leveraged your USA gear and Ryder Cup attire to celebrate our nation's birthday, admirable. Uh, you're, You're not posting as many snaps. You're focused. You're living a great life with great balance. However, I feel like you are on pace for another 2014, but I want you to make one change. I don't want top fives. And I don't want to keep hearing this bullshit about how you're the best player without a major, you and Hideki. Okay? You're up there and you're ready. So stop fucking around. Enjoy oh. yourself. Breathe. Live in every shot. Think about your girl waiting for you on 18. And just go and get it. Okay? You're a win player. You always have been. And you are meant to carry the cl- to raise the claret jug for your first major. You are meant for this major. Go out and get it. I, yeah, and I'd like to add, I just want to see more uh, pictures of him and his girlfriend together. It. So yeah, that's that. why I want him to win. I'm a big <laughs> fan of his girlfriend. Yeah, hopefully uh, well, Strat's wife didn't listen to that. Cause oh, he, she knows. She knows. <laughs> it's, it's the whole Olympic stuff. The Olympic sports are great, you know. Oh, it's pole vaulters, man. <laughs> they, got, they got a little je ne sais quoi, as they say. <laughs> I mean, you know, if he wins it this week, maybe, you know, there's something to it. You know, start dating a shot putter. I don't know. You know, it's not talk crazy, sir. <laughs> okay, hey, that was, don't try and throw it. It's a push motion. It's a push motion. Okay, don't throw that rotator cuff out. I'm gonna push Ev, from the legs. Ev, Ev, Ev Ricky's gonna hear your your counsel sooner or later. That was that was nice. Appreciate it. Hey guys, so for the listeners out there, let's recap. So you guys give us credit on Sunday on the twitters. Okay, Ricky, Rory, and Stenson. Just got pumped up by the sports psychologists. Mm-hmm. Okay, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. All right, second segment. Phil without bones is like. Go ahead. One of you without, take it. Phil without bones is like uh, Brandel Shambly without a baby back bitch comment on Sunday. Oh, you know, Phil without bones is like a you know good gin without a tonic. Oh. <laughs> Phil without bones is like a fucking mule with, without my ginger beer. I mean, come on. What is it? Just freaking vodka with lime juice? I don't think so. Phil, Phil without bones is like me uh, on 18 about to shoot a 69 and then just ripping a hosel rocket. Oh, so you mean your boy, uh, what was your boy's name? I forget, Pat? Yeah, my boy Pat, sure. <laughs> no, 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 Pat. No, uh, that was, that was, that was my, my buddy Tim. Tim. Yeah, yeah, sir. His buddy Tim shooting the best score of all time goes down eighteen. What did he drop? Eight or nine? Ten? Yeah, I think he went water trap trap water trap. Oh god, green. That's just tough to watch. So that's kind of like <laughs> Phil without bones too. It's just not right. Yeah, yeah Phil without bones is like Brandel Shambly Strat's favorite commentator without a vest to his three piece oh, suit. Christ, you know he has a. You know he's got a vest closet. Oh, he's got a whole vest to like layer. He, call, he, he absolutely calls it a waistcoat. Which is like just disgusting. I mean, that guy. classic fucking Brandle. <laughs> he says John Rahm needs to go. Anyways, keep it going. We got any more? I mean, it's basically like matzo ball soup without the matzo ball. It's just fucking broth. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing got after that. I got nothing after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that, but but honestly, guys, Phil without bones might be <laughs> no more majors for Phil. I mean, can he? We'll see what happens, guys. Is Phil without bones like like the city of Chicago without the Cubs? Ooh, yeah, Cubbies sore subject at the moment. Unless you want to, guys. If unless you guys want to talk about Dodgers. No, I'm don't. Cool. No, I don't. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. Cool. Yeah. I, all right, cool. Yeah, I guess we'll just save that for the Astros at the World Series. No problem. Sure. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Any others? I'm good, man. I, I just, I'm trying to get the image of Brandel Shambly's waistcoat uh, closet out of my head. Uh, so, you, lo- you love waistcoats. So real quick then, 
do we think that Phil is going to be freed up by having his bro on the bag, or do you think he doesn't play well? I'm I'm concerned that Phil is going to talk to us about the natural splendor of um, West Virginia while he's on the golf course. The amount of times that I had to see him talk about West Virginia this past weekend um, <laughs> really bothered me. So as long as he's he understands where he is geographically, I think he ha- perhaps has a chance. Uh, assuming Phil doesn't have any graduations he has to attend during major weeks, he, I think he's going to win another major. You know, he, he just needs a caddy that will tell him no. And he's got, he's got another caddy just like that. He's got family. So I think Phil's still got three, four solid years left. So Phil's going to have three fairway woods and a couple drivers in the bag when he gets I, on the tee? I heard he's carrying six wedges this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got two, two, two well, he's, degrees he's between got, wedges. He's got this 17-degree you know, gap wedge. I guess that's just great for chipping. <laughs> <laughs> out of the Heather. Do you remember he was practicing too much out of, I think it was the U.S. Open or British Open Heather a few years ago. Do it, he's just dropping balls in the practice round. Hurts his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, Mel. You know, Fig Jam, you never know what he's going to do. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch. All right, all right. All right, let's go into the third one because we got to get into our picks. Go for it or lay it up. So I'm going to read five to six key storylines. This is basically... We're going to help out the average dolphin out there because everyone is reading about this stuff and you got to figure out which one you actually buy, which one you sell. All right? So the first one, obviously, Tommy Fleetwood. Strat was talking about his hair earlier. I feel like he had to have been a hockey player in a previous life. Guy looks like he's a great hockey player. Mm-hmm. Won the French Open a couple weeks back. He was fourth at the U.S. Open, we all know. Second at Mexico, WGC to DJ. And the classic storyline... He grew up down the road from Burkdale, snuck on the course as a kid, knows it very well. He's clearly in form. Do we take it or do we leave it? I'm going for it. I'm going for it. You want it? Yeah, I'm going for it. I like the kid. I think he's coming in fresh, motivated. Um, Again, just a great head of hair. You know, I think he's he's back on home soil. He's got a bottle of shampoo that he knows. Uh, I'm going for it. (laughs) Tea tree? You know, a, a bottle of shampoo that he could trust. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you need in this world. Hey, it's a Titleist type of shampoo, you know. Go in tea tree. Get that tingle. All right. So we'll see if Strat actually has Fleetwood in his picks later. We'll see how much he actually likes him. All right. All right second. Down. Second. Rosie, my boy. You know he burst onto the scene. 1998, open at Burkdale. 17-year-old amateur. Okay. We all know what he did. Tied for second place through 36. Turned pro after it was over. No Brits ever won this tournament at uh, at Royal Burkdale. I was trying to remember. Was he the only uh, English person to win the U.S. Open um, at Marion? I, I, I couldn't remember if he was or not. We'll have to fact check it, that. It, we can fact check well, yeah, it. I'll, I'll text it, the intern. It, it, it had been a while, but yeah. But, First but, one in a while. All right, we'll throw that out there. But anyways, clearly... Rose was in form, almost winning the Masters. Feels fitting to get his second major at the place where it all started. You know, I like those stories. You go for it, you lay it up. Uh, you know what, Ev? I'm going for it. I don't think wow. you can lay up. I don't think you can lay up with with Rosie for a couple reasons. One, you said that the sentimental. This is this is a special tournament for him, special course. But it did I loved what he had to say after the Masters, and I still think he's been he's just playing fine all year. He, he, he was so confident after that loss. It's like, I'm going to come back and win this thing. I think this is a very comfortable setting for him. He's got all the tools. I'm going for it, just ripping it, hitting it in two. Layup's not an option with Rosie. Wow, going for it. Strat? I'm laying up. I'm going to go ahead and just grab a, a real soft eight, and I'm just <laughs> going to put it in, yeah, I'm gonna put it in a good spot. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't hate Rose. I just uh, – he does nothing He's literally he's milk toast. He's cream of wheat. He's um, he's cream of he's, wheat. He's the cereal section of a incredible seafood and um, roast beef breakfast buffet. Like okay, okay, I'm skipping you know, it, it. It's just interesting how Strat lays up with an eight iron. So just a soft eight. So when soft you hit eight. your 
get your drive about 320, 330, and then just kind of hit an eight and you got to oh, go I away. Ca- I, ca- I carry 320, let's be clear, because I'm firing those hips. So but yeah, you know, you get that soft eight and then I grab my 62, my Fig Jam special, and I, I tell Bones, because he's on my bag now, I say, go tend the flag, Bonesy. And then we, uh, we go from there. Sounds yeah, like Strat's that. move with the driver is a classic. You think it went OB right, but actually he cut the corner. It's about 30 yards short of the green. Saw it the other day. Yeah. That sounds like driver eight forward. I mean, I, I was just so. I mean, unconventional, was, but it, it gets the results that I need. Well, way to just try to shut down Rosie. That was. Hey, guys, just for the record, I'm going for this one. I'm going for Rose. You know I am. Yeah, he's well, your he's your guy. He's your guy. We know this. Ev's got, like, got like 10 guys. So, yeah. you know. I got, I got a lot of guys. But to me, this type of situation doesn't create pressure. It only creates comfort. And that's important. Moving wow. on. Moving on. Wow. Moving on. Moving on. Sergio. Okay. Coming into the major, he performs best. Three consecutive top tens in the last three years. That was a fifth. That was a sixth. That was a second. And some would say, coming in hot from Wimbledon, wearing that uh, Masters jacket, enjoying himself. We all know about his fiance. You could say that he's coming in with no pressure at the place where he's most comfortable. Sergio Garcia. I am going for it, laying up. I'm going to go ahead and lay up with a real soft <laughs> nine. <laughs> are we sure? I'm not entirely what unsure. That Sergio, Where do you play at? <laughs> uh, it's a 7,600-yard 7, course. I'm not entirely sure that Serge won't show up to the Open wearing his green jacket and kindly be told, <laughs> sir, I'm sorry, but you can't wear that on the course. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah. Sir, do you agree with me? Soft nine? No, here's the thing with Sergio. I think he's going to play well. I don't know if he's going to really ever push to win. So it, this is going to be like he's he's hit, I, I, he's not laying up, but not going for it. He's ripping a three iron and putting it in the bunker, just kind of short. <laughs> you know, um, he sees the water left and he doesn't want to turn it over, so he's going to bail out right. But he's going to play well. But I mean, how about those sunglasses too? He's been wearing a Wimbledon. Whew. Yeah, a little uh, green tint to match the glasses. Pretty nice. Yeah, I'm liking. Uh, Neither, but he'll play well. He's he's got the weight off his shoulders. What about you, Ev? I'm gonna punch a seven iron just short. <laughs> <laughs> get under the you wind. Got, you got to get under the wind. Yeah, I'm going under the wind. Uh, I've got no confidence in Sergio ever winning again. He is uh, real complacent. You know, he he deserves it. He 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 won the Masters in fitting Ev, fashion. But Ev, I, yeah, go ahead, sir. Punch a seven iron just short of what? The hazard. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know if you were going to punch it just short of the green. You know, no, par, no, par no. Five I'm, I'm laying up in front of the line of bunkers that's covered, covering the fairway. Oh, you know, classic link style, sir. That's kind of how you have to play is you got to be mindful of bunker play. Yeah, local municipal course, link style. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're all laying up on Sergio yeah. for you listeners out there. All right, next, John Rahm. We talked about it. He won at the Irish Open. He's coming in hot. People have already forgot that he threw his tantrum at Aaron Hills. You, you going for this or are you laying up? Go ahead, sir. I'm going for it. Guy's on fire. Guy's playing really well. I don't think he's going to win, but he's going to be just, just – it's going to be a rip fest out there. So top 10? Yeah, top 10. He, he's just okay. too, he's too talented, but not mature enough. Mm. <laughs> so um, – <laughs> I'm I'm definitely going for it, just the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm okay. Just buckle up, <laughs> buckle up. I'm going for it, but it's gonna be a shank, a dead right shank with a pro tracer into the gallery and the fescue. Um, I don't think he's got the mental fortitude yet. I think that he's got all the requisite materials to make a really great paella, but he's got the wrong pan. He's showing up with a saucepan when he needs one of those big ass ones. Mm. Yeah. So I'm uh, I I think he uh, can piece it together eventually, but it's not going to be here. Yeah, you can't you can't lay back on that soft eight. You'll shank it. You know you got to really rip through it. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm pulling out the the one iron. But again, pro tracer to the right. It's a bummer. It happens. Yeah, seeing the ball mark on the hustle is not a good thing to look down mm-hmm. at. Been there. All right. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we don't talk about that. Yeah, I. Uh, Oh. This is a tough one for me. I'm going for it, but I'm still undecided. He's one of my flex plays right now. 
on my pick five, trying to decide if I actually pick him. Obviously, he's not a guy you'd be surprised up there, but he's, I don't know. I'll go for it. Gonna go for it. He's gonna go for it. Okay, we got to go through these next three quick. We still got some picks to go go through. Uh, Dustin Johnson is the favorite. That's one of the storylines. You going for it, or are you laying up after his performance at Aaron Hills? I mean, like DJ, I obviously hit the driver three fifty, so I'm obviously going for it with my fifty six degree. Okay, I'm I'm laying up. I'm laying up. Interesting. I just yeah, I just I think he's gonna just kind of he's hitting a little bit of a lull here and. uh, you know, I just, he's not sure if he's playing Lynx golf or what. You know, I just don't think he, uh, I don't think yeah, he has it this week. fair point. Yeah, I'm laying up. Wow. Okay. He, uh, I think he's, you know, that one that one big tournament we've seen, I think it's indicative. Guy's taking on a lot of pressure as number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're, over, you're overdoing that, but okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, next one. Brooks coming in after mm. destroying U.S. Open Field. Earned, a lot of people don't know he actually earned his stripes playing in Europe. Mm. Um, early on in his career, so he's clearly very true. Very true. Going for it, or Sorry. you think he's got that lull from winning the U.S. Open? Can't come yeah. back. So it's one of the it's one of those ag- aggressive layups, you know, like you know, oh. three, you know, he's hitting a, he's hitting a four iron over the trees, kind of thing. Can't make the green. Uh, he's got the game for this. I just don't I don't see him really contending. But I'm like in a top twenty five with Brooks. Um, he's good too. I'm still a little hungover from. In the big win, but mm-hmm. he's got the game for this. He gets it, like you said. Uh, he played over there. Okay, I like I like the lie that I've got right now, and I'm gonna go for it. I think uh, I think Brooks is gonna be amongst friends. I think he might get into a bar fight or two, get the blood boiling. I think Brooks probably plays better when he's a little pissed off. I'm going for it. I'm gonna grab that hybrid, which I don't do often, and I'm going for it. So you're in the you're in the rough. Yeah, you have a good. I'm lie in the first start. cut. Like I said, I like oh, the lie. Okay. Yeah, and I'm buried. Oh, so I'm just going to try and hack this thing out of the fescue and lay it up in front of a bunker or right into it. I'm going to lay up on him. Whoa. Whoa. He has a toxic club. I think there's some serious rust potentially. And Those Mizunos don't rust, dog, but go, go ahead. Whoa. Yeah, I, is he playing Mizunos now for his iron? Oh, yeah. oh he's been playing. Oh. He done been playing Mizunos. Oh, wow. Me and Brooks are Mizuno guys. Yeah, yeah sure. Sure. He's gonna be he's gonna be in the tavern all week. I'm laying up on Brooks. He's still trying to carry that big U.S. Open trophy around. Doesn't have any room for that claret shot. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Moving Last on. one. Yep. Stricker. Okay. I think this is more of a storyline that we're gonna throw out there. I don't know if this is gonna be as widely talked about, but we all know his high finish at Aaron Hills, tied 16th. That was one of his home courses in uh, Wisconsin, where he's from. But he's going back to where he finished, tied seventh. In 08. And he finished. I didn't even know this until I looked it up. I forgot he finished solo fourth at Royal Troon last year in the British. So do you go for it with Stricker making a last run? Or do you lay it up on the old timer? Sir? I'm laying up, but it's a different <laughs> kind of it, it's a different kind of lab. Stricker, you know, he, it's like a driver three three wood layup. You know, I mean <laughs> he, he, he's he's ripping the three wood. He's you know, he's giving it he's got all he's got, but, you know, he's got a smooth eight in for the third. Um, and he just can't make enough birdies. God love the guy. Love him. Midwest kid. Midwest man, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm laying up. But it's, you know, he's going to mean it. You know, I don't feel like Strat really, you know, gives much into those layups. Really tries to just steer him, steer that nine iron through. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Serm. I'm going to shape a seven iron in for a layup. Um, you know, I like to throw a little sauce on my layups, just, but it's just still a high cut. <laughs> yeah, just a, a real sexy baby draw because I know when the pro tracer's there, so I want to I want to give the people something fun to watch. But sure. I'm laying up. Sure. Okay, so actually, I got a bonus one for you. This is going to be a separate topic, but I think it actually works with the go for it, lay it up. So I don't know if you guys heard this. I know you guys are aware, but the listeners out there. So uh, we're supposed to have our friend on. Uh, at hopefully soon, uh, maybe next week. If not, we'll try and get him on after uh, the open. But basically, there's a there's a pro golfer that plays in in Europe named Jordan Baker. He's at official bakes like uh, baked goods on Twitter, and he uh, he put a pretty good bet down. It's called a parlay for those uh, you non wagers out there. 
He put two pounds down to win $2.52 million. He bet every major. Guess who he picked for the first two? Can you guess? Oh, we can guess, Ev. Tell he us. He picked Sergio and Brooks. Guess who he has remaining to win $2.52 million? Richard? Dick Fowler himself. Okay. He picked Ricky for the British, and he picked Justin Thomas for the PGA. Not far-fetched options. Do you go for it and think he's going to win the 2.5 mil? Or do you lay it up and say, hey, sorry, man, you had a great run, but don't see those two win in the last two majors? Thoughts? Laying up. Wow. I mean, I mean, if you're playing the odds here, we're laying up. But, but he, those are great picks, though. You know. I mean, I, I mean, just want Jordan to know that I pit, I put some money on on Richard when I was in Vegas, and I also me, just Dick. gave him a pep talk. Excuse Dick. me, Dick. Dick. I mean, Dick. Rich. <laughs> the yeah, old Rich. Breakfast Club quote. Yeah, <laughs> Dick <Fowler. laughs> So I'm doing everything I can. It's like when a guy's hot at the roulette table and you throw a little bit of juju on the color he's betting. You know, I'm just trying to help him ride that wave. So I just want to let him know that. Yeah, it sounds like you want to you want to cut is what it sounds like. I so, mean, real quick, Strat term, you won two point five two million off a golf bet that you put two bucks down. What was the first thing you do? I know what Strat's doing. He's building out that garage simulator. But Cerm, what are you doing? I don't know, just working on some. You know, I probably get some new irons and just work on my layups. Jesus you know? Christ! <laughs> what are you? Just no. gonna get some new irons, he says. Jesus Christ! I think I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get a real sensible uh, import hatchback. You know, uh, I'm gonna get a new roof on my house, uh, and then just drop the rest into a Vanguard 30-year fund, and we'll see what happens. Well, actually, I was thinking about taking my existing irons and maybe tweaking the lie angle a bit. I know that can be pricey. I might just well, throw, go ahead and throw a new set of grips on the old clubs. It makes them feel like new. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy myself a pro tracer and bring it over to your guys' place and watch you guys shank it, you know, and and, okay. and give you well, and give you a look. at least you're spending the money the right way, I guess. You know, yeah, we'll, get that, you that we'll get a track man. Now I don't you know, two point five mil? I don't know. I don't know. What are we doing? You better plan some trips out to LA, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a numbers guy, but two point five mil, I mean, that's enough money to last me and my family for multiple lifetime. Am I am I wrong? <laughs> No, I think yeah, I, I, I mean, you're right. I think I think you're totally right. That's what I thought. That, that math right. checks out. Like yeah. I said, I do need some new irons though, so I really am going to go get some. Okay. All right, let's go into the picks, boys. We're going to do our classic pick five, and then we're going to go into a sleeper. Strat, do you want to take that two point five million and lead it off? Yeah, sure. I'm going to go. I'm just going to run through the list real quick. I'm going to go with Russell Knox. As uh, as I mean, we know that he's Scottish, but you know he's still within the uh, the British Empire. I think he might show up for for something that's close to home. I'm gonna go with my boy Stenson because I gave him a hell of a pep talk. I think he's gonna show up. I'm gonna go with DJ because I guess you just kind of have to, even though it seems like every time I pick DJ, he ends up playing like shit. Um, I'm gonna go with my boy Thomas Peters because uh, I think Pipe, Thomas Peters. What's his name? Thomas Peters. Sure. I think uh, Thomas Peters has a good chance just because, uh, you know, he's a, he's a big, tall dude. He hits it a long way. He's close to home soil. He's a big, tall um, dude. I'm big, tall. I mean, <laughs> you know, he doesn't have the hair of Fleetwood, but that's a great segue because I'm going to go with Fleetwood as my last pick. Oh. Um, I think the, I like where he's at. I, I, I think uh, he's in a good spot. And then as my sleeper, I think everyone's going to enjoy this one. I'm going to go with John Daly, you know, he gets that invite every year as a former champ. Um, he won on the champions tour this past mm. year. Uh, I think he's just going to kind of show up and, uh, swing the club around. And I think he could make an, he could make a run. And I think, uh, we all want to see that. And I think we all want to celebrate with him after that happens. Stretch. Do you think, do you think Fleetwood's going to listen to some Fleetwood Mac, the, the great British band before, before his rounds? <laughs> I don't know if he knows what that band is. <laughs> but it's a nice little correlation there for him. It might be too much hair in his ears. <laughs> that depends who you ask. Hey, Stratt, uh, that was a lot. You, know, you know that your picks mean for the whole tournament and not just the first eight holes, right? For John's purposes. <laughs> Again, like he's my sleeper, man. That's why I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know, I, w- I want that dude there on Sunday, as I'm sure you all do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's riveting. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm gonna go next. Uh, give Serum some time to uh, think about this on the fly. The guy's 
The guy's doing those ninja updates, you know, real time. All right, my five. I'm going my boy Spieth. I think he's trending real nice to contend in another major like he did at the Masters. You know I'm going Dick Fowler after that pep talk. Excuse me, Dick. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see butts in seats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Will, will, will milk be made available? <laughs> you know he's going to be up there on Sunday, and I just can't wait until he closes the door. I'm going Rosie. Mm. It's, I'm, I'm a big storyline guy. It's, it's too good. I can't pass up on it. You, you saw that I went for it earlier. Next, I'm going Berger. I'm going Mr. Daniel Berger. I think he's trending. And it's about time he contends in a major. And then this is the tough pick. I mean, I've got Fleetwood. I've got DJ. I've got Matsuyama. I've got John Rahm. I think I'm going Hideki. Wow. Yeah, that's a good pick. A lot of people forget that he was second at U.S. Open. And he's the other guy that people say is the best player not to win a major, which I think is a little absurd. But then my sleeper, I like the guy because he's power cuts, zero fucks. You guys know who this is? Tiger. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Never mind. Go ahead. Random. I'm going, I'm going the boy that hosted one of our best friends when he visited Kentucky. As a high school yuppie. Okay? J.B. Holmes. I know he's been playing like shit all year. Nice pick. But U.S. Open, he finished 12th, was tied 9th at the Greenbrier. And guess what? As I was looking up his performance at Open Championships late last night, burning the midnight oil, guess what he did at Royal Troon? Oh, third. Interesting. Very interesting. Guy clearly likes it. That's my sleeper. That's great. Uh, good picks. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's great. He says, "Oh, that's great." Yeah, thanks, sir. Why don't you just list your stupid picks? Why don't you tell a stupid story about JB Holmes in Kentucky again? I mean, like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, couple couple hot picks here. Matsuyama, the guy's just like a robot. I mean, he's just gonna play well. Oh, I really, I really, really like him. Fleetwood? No, I'm not. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'm not doing Fleetwood. Um, I'm doing Phil. I'm doing mm. Phil. I think Phil's wow. going to play. I think Phil is focused. I mean, he, he broke through in this major. He's going to play really well. Um, who else do I like here? I, I'll tell you who I don't like. I don't like Ian Poulter. He's going to fail. <laughs> the unconventional approach of telling us all the people he's not picking. This isn't how it works, dog. Yeah, that's a lot more. We could be here all night. Are you no. referencing because Ian Poulter finished second at this tournament in 08? Is that what you're trying to do? I hate that guy. So, all right, anyway, so, so <laughs> Matsuyama, Phil, Spieth. I think Spieth is, is playing well. He's going to be focused. Um, and I like, I like Zach Johnson. You know, he, oh, he, his, 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 I, well, he's not easy to like, but he, he can play. He's won this tournament. He's going he's gonna to play well. His ball flight's good for this. He is Kinda having good. his charity tournament right this week. Yeah. He, Thank uh, God for that. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Um, <laughs> But I do like Zach as a pick. Um, you know, sleeper, I'll give it to you right now, Luke Donald. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You want to play up the English English fun? We can play it up. He's right. been slowly getting better these last two years. He used to be number one in the world. Love the guy. Lives in Chicago. Um, I think I, th- I think Luke plays pretty well for a sleeper. He's going to play better than John Daly. Let's put it that way. So yeah, that's, I mean, as a Patriot, I, I might give Homeland Security a buzz after that one. That's fine. That's the most classic Serm pick I've ever heard where he's throwing Trevor Rimmelman. Yeah. Uh, he's a big cooch guy. Who else does he throw in there? No, no, no. I gave Emmelman a sports psychologist. I gave him a pep talk. I think. Sure. <laughs> sure. Guys, I think, uh, I th- I think Rocco Mediate's got a real chance to fly in under the radar here. Well, he played at Torrey Pines, you know, in, Lo- in Los Angeles, so we really like him, you know. It's in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, it's in San Diego. He's a, okay. Serm's a geography guy. Yeah. Okay, Southern Southern California, the coolest, <laughs> the coolest, the coolest place on earth. You know? Same, same. It's only two hours <laughs> away. <laughs> all right, so let's let's end on this. So I think we all heard Tiger tweeting that he's done with his pain meds rehab, right? Mm-hmm. And then shortly thereafter, our our friend at ESPN, Kevin Van Valkenberg, writer, wrote a piece that said. I don't want to see Tiger torture his body anymore just to play golf. 
I think he should come back only as a teacher. Don't try to play golf again. So we posted on our Instagram, at the Partrain. You know, feel free to give it a follow. Uh, Dear Ken, please delete this article and never mention this to anyone ever again. Thanks, the golf fan. And I thought it'd be interesting to read a couple of the comments that we got on Instagram and hear the Partrain's thoughts. You guys ready? Go ahead. HUD44 says, he's killing himself trying to feel good again or good enough to play on the tour again. How selfish are you that you don't care about him? Tiger is in rehab for fuck's sake. He's never going to be the same player. Okay? That's HUD 44. Let's just keep going. I'm going to go right into the next one. This is GGP Vanzel says, (laughs) he might be related to Brandel, says Tiger is a human being, dot, dot, dot. Is that German? We, We all got flaws. John Daly struggled with alcoholism. And there could be many other demons, not just professional sport people, but all people deal with that. You might not know about. He spelled about with, a, with an O, by the way. It's just that Tiger Woods is the greatest golf player since ever, hyphen, <laughs> all respect to the legends of the game as well. <laughs> okay, final comment. Golf Star 2010. This is an idea. Why not let Tiger live his life and do what he wants? If he wants to play golf, let the man golf. If not, it's none of your business. Okay, guys, I'm just going to throw it out there as a golf fan. I don't, I'm not interested in Tiger coming back as a coach. I want Tiger to start walking after putts, pointing at the hole, and doing some massive fist bumps and throwing people into some water hazards. Okay? Is that so wrong? No. I Also, I don't think Tiger's interested in coming back as a coach. I think Tiger wants to be winning another major. I think Tiger wants to do a couple nose beers off of porn stars. You know what? I think Tiger wants to play Call of Duty until four in the morning with a little bit of an Ambien buzz going. I don't think Tiger gives two shits. He wants to come back firing on all cylinders, as do I. I, I'm Until Tiger does die, I'm still holding out hope that he wins another major, okay? So if the guy's breathing, then he's got a chance. Then he's got a chance. You, I, more, more than anything, I want him to win because can you imagine what that 30 for 30 is going to be like? Yeah, you're welcome. All right, boys. We got the Open Championship next week. Looking forward to it. We're going to see how the boys with the pep talks do. Um, and you got, and they can thank us later. All right, all right. Peace. And just as the sun rises and sets in Scotland, so too have we come to the end of another part train. Be sure to follow us at the Part Train on Instagram and Twitter, and of course subscribe to us on iTunes. And may your glasses always stay full, and your ball always end up in the bottom of the cup. <laughs>